The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, Monday, Monday. Can't trust that day, but you can trust us, the podcast team here at Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Jeff Styles with a Y. Brian Stone with a Y. We'll go with the Y's. Russell Lambert, Russell Lambert, <laughs> Russell Stroud, <laughs> Jen Lambert. Jen adopted yeah. me. Maybe you could hyphenate your name, be a hyphenate. <laughs> um, thank you guys for tuning in on this fine Monday morning. And uh, let's go ahead and start right now by recognizing the fact that we have an influencer among us. Yes, we do. Brian Stone. Oh my God! Who was that? Was that? Was that? Was that an Instagram post or a Facebook that post? Was a Facebook post. Facebook post. No, it was Twitter. You're talking about yeah. the Twitter thing with yeah. Chris Sanders? No, it was a, that was a Facebook It was post. a Twitter post that was included in the, the legal documents in the contesting yeah. of the yeah. of the mayoral race, which I'm pretty proud of. It was, it, <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to get into it a little yeah, bit more. I mean, it was because it was in response to it, uh, to Chris Anderson, yeah. the former city councilman yeah. who right. now works for the, the city mayor. Yeah. And so it had it not been a quote tweet to that, nobody gives a damn about what I'm talking about on Twitter. But, but, but they that's did. how it that's how it went. And it was the very first line item. So the yeah. first thing you saw so her, her, was my dumbass. Her complaint, her actual her her petition, which we'll we'll again we'll discuss a little bit further. It, it's it, I tell you what, it's written up like a lawsuit. If this if this it, it, <laughs> that's it what is, I was it is of. it's a petition it's to the, to the Republican committee that. That, that decides what the Republican Party should do when it comes to state elections, local elections, blah, blah, blah. 66 members strong. And um, the, the petition itself, if it gets any ground, any ground whatsoever, then you know for sure we are past the no return point <laughs> and the tail is now permanently wagging the dog in exactly. our neck of the woods. Yeah, open primaries are going to be gone within the next couple of elections. Open cycles. primaries. And guess why we have them in Tennessee? and so many other states because of Republicans back in the 60s and 70s who couldn't get elected because, you know, there were just too many Democrats. That's the way it was back in those days well, you know, in the South. And so they pushed for open primaries so the Republicans could go vote for the least of the evils on the Democratic ticket. In Georgia, you don't even register as, as a party. No. I mean, like you. Well, you don't individual. have to register. Well, well, I found that out too. Yeah, you, that's why I don't remember registering. You don't because I you never, never did. did. You never did. And we'll we'll get further in that. But good for you. Good for you, Brian. Good for, for you, jumping Brian. in there and and yeah, there's, the man. There's, there's his post right there at the very top of the complaint. Yes. You know, and, and I, your your name has been at the lot at the top of a lot of complaints. <laughs> can you but imagine? Never one that had that kind of standing. Can you, you imagine know? like the boardroom meeting where they all sit down and all right, at number, Brian Stone, number one on the agenda, the tweet from Mr. Brian Stone. Exactly. So it's so silly, but it was just. Fun. It and, was funny. Mr. And, Commissioner, and, I, had, I, I suppose to you that the uh, tweet from Brian Stone, a Brian Stone, Objective a form, pillar of the community in Chattanooga, Tennessee. If you don't feel I, like boring yourself by reading the 28, 5, 3, whatever it is, pages, I did a, an additional addendum <laughs> podcast for about 30 minutes <laughs> going through the entire thing. Good. It'll either bore you to death or make you laugh your ass off, I one hope, or the other. For those I of, hope I, that you get drawn into a deposition. Yeah, yeah that would be yes. long Long deposition. We'll you and be Chris there to across that. the table from each other, and I want you <laughs> to name me prosecutor. As Where were you? Those things. I know that you posted that on Facebook too, because I responded <clears throat> to it. Yeah, no, I, I, I the, yeah. that was after the aftermath. Yeah, that was that he, got he, a lot of traction. He said, also. I, this made my day. <laughs> Had the banner across it. This made my day. Uh, thank you to Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee for being our presenting sponsor. Thank you to all of our sponsors. 
and thank you to all of you folks for tuning in today. Uh, so anyway, just uh, that I, I was tickled just to see that response. We'll get more into it. Um, the uh, because I know Dave Hooker is not going to be talking about this. I feel like we got to do it now because this is where we do any sort of sport talk we've got. By the way, that picture I threw out there for you—that's somebody actually, you know, doing the old bat toss that I was talking about yesterday. So oh, yeah, that now oh, okay. now you get it. Now you're familiar with it. Once you see it, it all comes rushing back to you like a hot kiss on the end of a wet fist. Ow. Um, the 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 spat, if you can call it that, between. Alabama coach Nick Saban, winningest college football coach of all time, surpassing Bear Bryant, blah, blah, blah. Ah. And Texas A&M coach Jimbo Fisher uh, was absolutely amazing yesterday in its, well, juvenile ferocity. If Jimbo Fisher doesn't sound like Foghorn Leghorn, I'm quitting my job. (laughs) In the actual accusations that were being made, they're they're harsh. They'd be career-ending to a degree. It's a joke, son. Um, And it's it's for those who who haven't kept up, I mean, there there was a press conference going on, and Nick Saban basically said too many schools were using this new... NIL rule, which is name, image, likeness, right. allowing players to make some money while they're in college, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. And so here's the quote. We were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first, Texas A&M. A&M brought, bought, bought, bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, likeness. Hmm. We didn't buy one player, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. It's tough, all right? Then turns around and tells the same audience out there in the press conference that 25 members of the Crimson Tide were able to obtain NIL opportunities last season. So he just said we didn't have one, and then he said we have 25 that did it. And he directly points out what everybody assumes is Travis Hunter, a five-star recruit from Atlanta, who decided to go play for Texas A&M because he was going to be able to make some money on the side, and Alabama did not allow him well, to do his, that. His point is, I, I believe, is that the the NIL thing is supposed to be after you're already committed to a yes, team. Yes, yes, Not yes. as a bargaining it chip is. to get you to – first of all, there's no rules here. So, yeah, that was his main point was like, we didn't say here, we're going to give you this, come play here. I understand. That's what they do. And, well, they're structuring – it seems to me, and I'm, I'm a layman obviously, but it seems to me that they're structuring the – football teams to be almost like a it's a career opportunity undoubtedly so why wouldn't you include but, nils in the but, deal because there's, there's when, no rules on it and they're just working on gentleman agreements you don't make your in this particular there's situation no you don't make your deal going in which is the best advice i was ever given about anything in life make your deal going in you make your deal afterwards but, that makes but, no but, sense. But no, it doesn't make any sense. It was misleading the way he said it. And when he pointed out A&M, obviously, you know, the hit dog hollers. And that particular guy, you know, Hunter, goes, oh, right. You know, I, I wish I could find the actual quote here. But he said essentially, all right, so I'm making a million dollars on this, and my mom's still living in a three-bedroom house with five kids. Are you kidding me? So Jimbo Fisher mm-hmm. fires back. We didn't buy anyone. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all within the ethics in which we do things. It is despicable that a reputable head coach can come out and say this, and when he doesn't get his way or things go his way, the narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous when he's not on top. Now, keep in mind, Fisher and A&M ruined Saban's 
25-0 and run against former assistants. And then later on, of course, they lost the national championship to Georgia and his former assistant, you know, the head coach Kirby Smart. So do you think that they're salty about this argument because of the games they've played in the past? Oh, absolutely. It all adds up. Absolutely. It all Saban, all Saban is a narcissist. There's yeah. no doubt about it. But I, you, you don't get to the top of the game like that and not have a healthy ego. There's no doubt about that. Fisher goes on. He, he, he slams. He goes, uh, he said that, that that Saban tried to call him. This is in another press conference now that's called later. And he goes, I didn't. I wouldn't answer the call. We're done. And he says, this this gets crazy. He praised uh, Florida State coach Bobby Bowden and said there's a reason he never worked for a second time for Saban. He goes, quote, these are 17-year-old kids and their families. It's amazing. Some people think they're God. Go dig into God and how he did his deal, and you may find out a lot about this guy that you don't want to know. We <laughs> built him up to be the czar of college football. Go dig into his past. So, boom. Damn, okay. Mic <laughs> drop. All these SEC coaches know where all the bodies are buried, so they're all probably like, ugh, can you both just shut up? Yeah, We're all exactly. cheating. Yeah, yeah, I was say, yeah. Jesus, you're, you're stop so, it, man. Here, here, here's the train. Here's the bus. Get under both All of them. SEC coaching and, and, and uh, uh, recruiting, it's all a cheating mess. It's worthy. College football so stupid. Worthy of note, uh, the last weekend that we've just uh, uh, lived through, there was an air quality alert. This is is one of those crazy things that happens mostly in the the late spring and summer Mm -hmm. where the air quality higher up was worse than the air quality at ground level and inversion it was trapping you know ozone gases and and the warmer air with a big high pressure system so they they sent out an alert for people that were over five thousand feet above sea level and elevation now just so you guys won't freak out and i see that happen a lot i will see it actually go from cooler and clearer down you know town to actually smoggier hazier and nastier up on the mountain hmm. it happens you know fairly often but they don't they don't issue an alert for air quality which is that when you have you know any sort of breathing problem COPD you shouldn't go outside at all usually Just so, in our area the AQI air quality index is not really anything no, to be no. concerned about well, it used to be terrible of course yeah back but in the day here's what you need to know all right, here's the elevations. I'm just going to give them to you real fast because people are all confused about here about elevation. This is from sea level, all right? Chattanooga is actually lower than Atlanta. Atlanta is 738 feet above sea level. Chattanooga is 766. Now, um, Lookout Mountain is 1801. My mountain, Lewis Chapel, is 1818, just slightly higher than Lookout. Now, if you go on down Lookout into High Point, Georgia, mm-hmm. You start getting up there. You're about 2,400 feet. That's pretty tall. Yeah, I was going to say, that is very tall. And in comparison, signal is 1,703. So high points, you know, looking looking pretty good there. Yeah. Then you go up to Chilhowie. That's closer to about 28 and a half, 2,843, I wow. believe. Chilhowie is big. And if you take realize. it a little bit further, the Smokies range anywhere. The smallest mountain in the Smoky Range, they consider that's not the Appalachian, but the Smokies, 876 feet. And it goes up, of course, to LeConte at 6643 hmm. so there's not many people in that alert who should be you know uh, alarmed but it's something good to know and i don't think people realize that everybody in atlanta assumes that chattanooga is in the mountains and is higher but actually we're right there on that river we're right in a drought as level. well as of yesterday northwest yep. georgia's in a i think they call it a moderate drought 
And there you go. The uh, upfront wrap-up coming up in just a second. Uh, Russell Stroud, News Dude, has headlines. Morning, everybody. Uh, allegations of elder abuse have caused the investigation into a senior living facility in Rock Spring, Georgia. The Majestic Manor is what it's called. It's on Pin Oak Drive. It was shut down, and a search warrant was executed. Fifteen residents have been relocated so far. The owner registered as Deborah Donahue from Ottawa, Tennessee. No charges have been pressed at this time, though they are a definite possibility. The sheriff, Steve Wilson, told the press that they're having all the residents checked out to make sure that nobody was harmed, and they're making sure everyone had their medications given to them with, like they were supposed to. The state has dismissed charges against a man who was accused in the shooting of the death of uh, Brandon Rogers outside the infamous Coyote Jacks back in 2019. Jamichael Johnson is now a free man, for now, as prosecutors say a lack of evidence led to his release. Mr. Johnson and a group of others, at least four others, were allegedly involved in the attack, which led to the death of Brandon Rogers in the parking lot of the Coyote Jacks nightclub. Judge Barry Steelman agreed with the assessment that there just wasn't enough evidence to lead to a conviction. And finally, a 17-year-old has been arrested in connection to the shooting which took place at the MTSU campus during the Riverdale High School graduation. Reports say that the two victims were fighting with each other when the shooter opened fire into the crowd. It's not clear if the three are connected in any other way. One person was killed, another was injured. Both were high school students, both victims. MTSU and the Rutherford County School System says that there will be heightened security at future graduation ceremonies because everyone is underage. No names have been released in this case now from the other studio somewhere around the globe it's dave hooker have there ever been times where you said what is he thinking dave hooker off the hook sports well add jake sanford to that list he's with the new york yankees or was with the new york yankees and jake decided to do something that wasn't really bright after signing a nearly six hundred thousand dollar a year contract and being one of the top young prospects for the New York Yankees, he started taking some memorabilia from some of the other players with the Yankees. He started taking bats, gloves, anything he could to sell them online. So ultimately, you're talking about a couple thousand dollars, maybe, if he was efficient at eBay. But really what you're talking about is everybody looking at him just a little bit different for the rest of his career if there is one. Let's remember, there are a lot of prospects at his level. He wasn't a sure-fire guy, so he needed to do everything he could to make things work long-term. So that $597,000 contract ain't bad, but it may be it, or back to the minor leagues. Not smart, and it makes you wonder why Dave Hooker off the hook sports. Okay, the upfront wrap-up brought to you by Cadis. Council for Alcohol and Drug Abuse Services for 57 years. They've been providing folks around here with an outlet, a lifeline, a lifeboat, a life preserver. Basically, just hang on to life, good life, instead of floundering and drowning in the sea of addiction and alcoholism. And they're wonderful folks over there. Go to their website and get all the details on your insurance situation. They don't turn you away. Uh, easily, I can tell you that. All right, thank you so much, Cadis. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. All right, here we go. Uh, Sabrina Smedley is the name on the petition. Um, Matt Hollander is 
a friend of the court, I guess, a friend of the mm-hmm. petition, a, a fop, a friend of the petition, and uh, he's a supporter. He signed. He signed the, yeah. the document, yeah. and, uh, and it's in his best interest to do so. Really, here, uh, both Times and Free Press editorials, of course, Times being the the progressive liberal left wing side of the opinion page. Free press, the conservative GOP side, the opinion page. I wouldn't even and, really call them left wing; they're just liberal. No, I know. It's, and and Bennett Clay Bennett, our editorial cartoonist, one of about eleven still making a living in this country as an editorial so, cartoonist. Yes, this is one of the he best. He took ones the he's words done. out of my mouth. County mayor, Republican primary. It's just a you can't probably can't see this on the camera, but it's just here's here's the ballot: Weston Womp and followed by sore loser and crybaby. <laughs> you know, fill in one. Both editorials just slammed Sabrina. For bringing it up, and I had the uh, sorry, I had the opportunity yeah. to drive my mom home yesterday from her work because uh, one of their cars was being worked on, and we talked about this because I, I like to talk to my parents to get the like regular person's perspective on things. <laughs> um, so instead so, of us, yeah, yeah instead yeah. of us. So I'm driving my mom home, and I said, "Hey, uh, what do you think about this whole election thing with uh, Sabrina Smedley?" And she goes. I didn't think it was illegal to to vote on a ballot that it's wasn't yours. And I said, it's not. It's, it's not. been this way for so long. Here, here's here's the thing. There's open primaries in Tennessee. Here's the wording. And this comes from Scott Golden, who I've mentioned yet, uh, Friday. And it's the Tennessee Republican Party chairman, Scott Golden. And he was talking to the Times Free Press. And he said, it is a high standard, but it's not followed very regularly. Here's the wording, the way it actually appears in the state of Tennessee in our Constitution. When it comes to primary elections... The, if the voter is a bona fide member of and affiliated with the political party and whose primary the voter seeks to vote, or at the time the voter seeks to vote, the voter declares allegiance to the political party and whose primary the voter seeks to vote and states that the voter intends to affiliate with that party, unquote. That is the wording, but nobody has ever followed it. That's actually Nobody's interesting. Ever, I did not know that. So has, on a technicality, yeah. technically, and she might be right. On a technicality, if you lied about it, if you said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a Republican, I'm going to be a Democrat, and you don't intend to, that you're you're going to cast your vote for the lesser of three evils, if that's the way you see it. Sure, because you know that's exactly you're, you how we win, see it. Which is what everybody does. That's actually... Lying about that is a class E felony. Yeah. Class oh, e, Jen. I didn't even know there was what a class ever? E felony. Yeah, I've never heard of that. It's before. the lowest level felony. I said it's a de facto swearing allegiance that if you ask for that ballot, they assume <coughs> that's what you are. Right. And that's the way it's They're not just been. saying this is unfair, they're saying it's a felony yes, to do exactly. it. Exactly. So <laughs> you you and well you can't vote. You two Come and are get me. going to jail. For Smedley to over <laughs> I'm reading directly from the free press editorial now, all right, the conservative side of the page. For Smedley to overturn the election, she must convince a majority of members of the GOP executive committee, party bylaw state, I just just said this, any resolution to the contest, including dismissal of the contest or overturning the election, must pass with a majority vote of the state primary board president and voting. The Republicans have never done this. No, They've I, never done it one single time. The Democrats sh- have tried, and I think they succeeded once. I believe you're as right, a party. yeah. I would be shocked if the uh, Tennessee Republican Party went through with this, and I'll tell you why. Because they already have a victory. Why would they overturn their own victory? There you exactly. Go. <laughs> they've, already, they've already That's certified exactly it. Right. Yeah. And of course, you're sowing discord and discontent in the election process here now. And they actually mentioned the fact that Andy Schur, who writes for the paper, of course, uh, was talking to somebody who back in 2020, a Knoxville Republican, challenged a House race that was won by 99 votes, even less than this one, Mm -hmm. and they said no, 43 to 18 against the challenge. Not going to happen. So would primary runoff elections, where primary winners must win a majority of the votes, help? 
Yeah. Yep. They're used in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Mississippi, North Carolina, and South Carolina. That's what Dax had said in his uh, text to us yeah. the other day yeah. when he said he was mad about Weston Winning saying, you know, only 30% of the people voted for this guy. And that's when I said, yeah, but we're dealing with minority rule across the country. Yeah, that's but the way it works. Yeah, if you yeah, want a runoff, then, make a, then do a runoff. And I would say that, that would take that a would constitutional be, change. Yeah, that would take an amendment, unfortunately. But yes. I think that that would be the most neutral option is to just do it over again. Uh, President Bush's little gaffe about Ukraine and Iraq. Mm -hmm. I'm only going back to it because of what Donald Jr. said in a tweet on Friday. (laughs) We talked about this on Friday's show. Well, you know, Trump is famously against the invasion of Iraq. Well, there you go. There you go. And, and, you know, and and I didn't hear this. You you apologize for the audio on Friday being too low. I I could hear it, Mm -hmm. but I didn't hear this. He said, right before he said, hey, I'm 75, he said, Iraq too, anyway. Oh yeah, so yeah, it was it was like he threw that little what 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 he threw himself what? under the bus. What? Yeah. You know, it was one thing to just confuse things, and then you said, "I did it too," essentially. What? And so, <laughs> oh no, that's so, exactly so, what he so did. So Donald Jr. said, "I wish he would have been this honest and critical of himself twenty years ago, countless lives and trillions of dollars ago." I, I actually agree. agree with Don Jr. <laughs> on something. So red Dang letter dumb. day, red letter. Now, day. I romanticize the George Bush years these days. We, I, right? I, I, we I miss all those. Do. Come back and I said the I same I don't. Thing. I grew up in them. I miss that bonehead. <laughs> I really do. I miss him. I, you know, it's, it's he's kind of what he has changed. People once they get through running, they 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 go back to being themselves. I, they're usually more likable folks. I don't romanticize them because I had friends who went to Iraq and got freaking PTSD. I understand. I can't argue with that. All right, in two states uh, here in our neck of the woods, Arkansas, not really, but in the South, Tennessee, all basically miscounted <clears throat> come census time. Whoops. And this is interesting. Wait, whoever do whoever does what? the post-enumeration survey, which follows the census every year, how do they have access to the numbers that the Census Bureau didn't get? Yeah. And why don't we just go to the enumeration people and get those numbers to begin with? I thought census- They said one in 20 in Tennessee wasn't counted, and that cost us a representative. And it costs several states. The whole thing is bogus. You got all our social that. security numbers. Just do the math yourself. Minnesota, I, two Rhode times Island, I've skipped since census counting. Florida, I Texas. So yeah, I don't remember anybody ever asking me anything. Rebecca Sweat says that they did her, hmm. and she gave me a head count for the house. So. Never filled out a census. Uh, another form. quick one here. Um, Illinois Governor uh, Democrat J.B. Pritzker. Uh, Fairly conservative Democrat by most uh, standards in Illinois, yep. banning ghost guns. Good and, luck. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> and uh, and signed a bill that bans under certain circumstances, uh, stances, the sale of weapons and unfinished frames without serial numbers. You can have one in your possession and not get in trouble right. for 180 days. After that, you're supposed. How do you how do you come up with a serial number? I, I don't know, and this doesn't. As far as I know, this doesn't count self manufactured either. This would be a class A misdemeanor. I don't think oh, no. it does not have to do with manufactured guns. <laughs> no, it doesn't. All right, Vandy is now accepting applications for a nursing master's program. I can't believe they have not had that. I'm surprised. That surprised that. Me. Isn't that the start like a giant medical college? January of next year. Yes. Yeah, that that amazed me. Yeah. But you can actually start applications if you're nurse and you want to get your master's head head out there um president Zelensky described the donbass region as hell and i'm not exaggerating i'm just going to point out that he is exaggerating it's it's terrible it's hellish but it's not hell you can't have hell on earth or we'd all be in worse trouble than we are the hungarian leader victor orban Mm -hmm. talking to cpac this is going to come up in the everybody's got one segment too He's the, a character. The path to power is to have your own media. He gave them a 12-point plan mm-hmm. on how to achieve, consolidate, 
and hold on forever to power in this country. Yeah, Viktor Orban has been a uh, conflicting character in Hungary. He's fairly popular in Hungary. He's a very, very conservative. I wouldn't even say conservative. I think he's borderline fascist, honestly. And there is a difference. Uh, uh, we're, that's the fascism is what we're going to talk about during the editorial segment. Yeah, and he's famously very, very anti-EU as well, which is understandable because what have they done for Hungary? Right? Have you heard about Dads on Duty? Have you ever heard of that organization? This that's the one where they, uh, they send dads to schools, right? Yep, yep. yep. And it started in, in Texas, and now in Virginia, there are two brothers, Jimmy and Josh Carter, out of Chesterfield, Virginia. Jimmy Carter. They're going to actually copy pretty much verbatim the Texas scenario and modus operandi for dads on duty. Nice. And it all goes back to a rape that occurred at Thomas Dash High School, Thomas mm. Dale High School. And uh, a girl got grabbed, taken into the boy's bathroom, and raped in a stall. Holy cow. And so dads are going to be going down there, and they're working with the school board and with principals. We're not going to go armed. We're just going to patrol the hallways and let these kids know that there's an adult present, and we will not be putting up with this BS. Now, that could be seen as an intrusion. I'm sure the teachers' union doesn't like it. I actually happen to kind of like this idea. I, I do. I do too. I I, I think. And, and it, ordinarily, I wouldn't like it. It but doesn't this have sounds... to necessarily be dads, but I think a strong masculine presence yes, would probably it, help. It, I think it, they should go with baseball. Sounds bats. Sounds logical. Confirmed case of monkeypox in yeah. Massachusetts. That's this disgusting. is not something you want. It's gross. It's not something you want. It's 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 a blister pussy. Yeah, pussy thing. lesions. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> chickenpox, but yeah, bigger. Much I got chickenpox twice. As an adult. You did. Yeah. Ew. The um. Plan for a temporary fix on the baby formula crisis got no votes from both our Congressman Chuck Fleischman and, of course, Marjorie Taylor Greene down in Georgia. <laughs> well, yeah, it's happening anyway. Got a, so. got a no vote uh, because it was a Democratic plan and it was just throwing money at it. And of course, oh, but they, these abortions are, the, are illegal. These are the same people. These are the same people that are blaming Biden for the baby formula shortage, which is ridiculous. Blaming the FDA, the CDC for trying to keep it clean and not let babies die from sucking the nipple okay. off these things. And now when they actually try to do something, this is, this is, I mean, literally find me a piece of legislation that MTG has sponsored, has pushed forth. Find me even a one vote, one vote across the aisle for something that everybody in America wants. Oh, there's nothing. She's she is only there. She doesn't have a job. She is paid for doing nothing, no committee assignments. All she does is raise hell, flap her little hole, and Ooh. you know, and and raise money. Yeah, and that, that that's that's it. And and she is there to say no to everything that might be common sense, bilateral legislation. Just say no to Democrats. She's a placeholder. That's all she's good for. And you know, she's useful in that regard, but not much. And there our own Congressman Chuck Flashman as well. He said, "No, we don't want to make this emergency maneuver." to help these women out there. Now we want them to be we want to force them to have babies. Right, exactly. If they're pregnant against their will, I just made that we point. want we want to force them to have babies, but the women out who have babies and can't feed them, we don't want to do anything because that's a government outreach. Right. Or or overreach, I should say. Overreach. God almighty. I mean, Congressman Fleischman, there's not a shred of decency left in him that I can find. 
Well, other it, than you know helping that girl get in the naval academy earlier <laughs> early last week. If it makes you feel any better, they the both parties know exactly how the votes are going to go before they even go into the chambers. That's what the whips are for. Um, so it's all very calculated. It's not like a dramatic thing like it gets made out to be in in the movies and TV. They all know how the vote's going to go before they even go in there. So they know it's going to pass. Them voting, not voting, yay or nay, doesn't matter. You mentioned the majestic manner and the elder abuse, and that's just horrifying. I saw a lady on one of the little scooters in Food City yesterday. I stopped just to get two items in Food City, and I actually successfully did it. Prices are so <laughs> high now, I actually only left with the two things I went in there for. That's a, that may be a first for me, but there was a woman on one of those little scooters had a huge black eye. I can't help it. Where did my mind immediately go? She's getting beat up? It's exactly what I thought, and and that's very unfair. I mean, she but I, just it's, over it's, it's just my mental process. I was going to say she could have walked into a door. She could have fallen. I mean, they do it all the time. Yeah, she She's goes, I fell scooter. down some stairs. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that was the first thing I thought because apparently it's a much bigger issue than most people realize. Oh, elder abuse is a huge issue, yeah. Now, I, I also I misheard it. First, I thought they said Blowing Springs, George. I said, what the hell is down there? <laughs> you know, that's down there. You know, there's nothing there. That's, yeah. that's you know, Wildwood. Uh, not Wildwood. It's uh, Flintstone. I was going to say, it is near Wildwood, but you know, it's at Rock Springs. And, then, and then, then I heard, I yeah, I heard, I heard uh, uh, some other Rock Mart. I thought I heard Rock Mart. And then I finally heard Rock Springs. So, <laughs> yeah. Majestic Manor. Um, not so majestic. Um, let's see here. What else? Oh, uh, Catherine Glenn Foster, speaking of abortion, uh, the head of Americans United for Life. I had to say that because I, I get sick of talking about the topic, but it's kind of first and foremost right now, says aborted fetuses are being burned in incinerators to power the lights and streets of D.C. Direct quote. Now, when, no when, 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 you, when you use imagery like that to win your point, are you really winning the hearts and minds of anybody who is undecided? Or are most people smart enough to see through that crap and go, wow, if they're willing to lie about this, are they willing to lie about anything? Uh, I would say that's that's the dumbest thing I ever did here, and I'm uh, I'm on the I know. other side of the issue I here. know, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. They just don't do themselves any favors. Like you're people who who pointed everybody saying it's pedophilia yeah, pedophilia oh now it's just belittled the entire true battle against real pedophiles out there especially ones in office yeah. and 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 on mtg again clickbait i know uh saying <laughs> mother motherhood is the greatest choice a woman can make oh, oh i my. saw that yeah oh my what an unfortunate choice of words to use the word choice for her she, and she's she can't even make her own points correctly no, and it's, no. <laughs> it's so frustrating uh, Biden on a five-day trip to Asia, going to be talking to South Korea, Japan. He's over there. Was I mean, may have already gotten back by now. Two Secret Service agents going to lose their gig over a drunken fight. One of them actually arrested mm -hmm. in South Korea. Dude, what Secret is going Service on agents. in the Secret Service? Bro, Secret Service agents, they can't keep it in their pants. They keep hiring prostitutes. They keep doing drugs, and they keep fighting each other. And it's just absolutely amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's truly amazing how slack this once- the most buttoned-up men in black ever, yeah. you know, other than Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith, <laughs> and and they they can't get it right. All right, very fast. Just a couple more. One in twenty. I've already mentioned that. Title forty-two to expire unless government uh, reimposes it. That was the Trump era. Hold them in Mexico until we figure out if we want them or not. President Biden is not for it. Democratic Party not for it. We have a porous southern border. Nobody's arguing that. It's a huge problem. Nobody's arguing that. Um, I have a feeling it will expire. I don't see the president taking the tip of the spear and running with it on this. So, you know, it's just going to be an 
increased irritant and agitating factor in this nation. And I hate to go with pedophilia and end on the uh, that sour note, but uh, Rossville has an APB out for a guy named Dennis Dwayne Dockery, who was a what am I looking for? Sex offender. A, mm-hmm. He had already filled out the forms and yeah, the paperwork. Registered, registered sex offender. And he is on the loose, and they want him for another potential charge. Apparently, he's got a 20-year record of this, and they're looking for him. So yep. if you know Triple D, you know, give the, the Rossville police a call because we don't like any of that stuff roaming around. All right, thank you. And this is what they okay. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, government employment is a low IQ jobs program. I, I can't, cannot argue that right now. <laughs> I, I am, I'm glad that other people are getting fed up with our congressman and are beginning to point out that he is not doing anything that his constitutional oath requires. He's not looking out for the betterment of his district, his, his people, the United States of America, his fellow citizens, not necessarily even his own party. Certainly, you know, the government in general. He's just a he's just a wind up toy. A There's robot. some people who you you don't want to do anything, right? Like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't like don't do anything. I don't want her to do anything because anything she does is probably not something I want her to do as someone who lives in her district. So I'm okay with her not having any any uh, uh, what do you call them uh, committee positions or anything because I don't want her to do anything. I used to joke about this, but I mean, how much do you? want to bet that it would actually work in certain districts for sure if somebody ran and said if elected i will do nothing i would prefer I will, it. <laughs> I will sit on my hands and i will spend my time combing through laws that don't need to exist and try to get them tossed out i will not be adding my signature to any new laws or any new complications Thank i would you love very much we do not need any more laws stop right. it I uh, talked about uh, Viktor Orban, the Hungarian leader who is clearly a fascist and the 12-point path to power, getting your own media and controlling the message. And, I think I bought I mean, that book. And the CPAC is eating this up, gobbling it up with a spoon. This is a poster uh, from the Holocaust Museum. Mm. This went up in America and other English-speaking nations around the world after we learned of the Holocaust and the horrors there. And we said, never again, never again, never again, right? And this is warning signs, early warning signs of fascism. This, you know, goes into the same sort of, you know, there's a Bolshevik hiding behind your toilet tank, you know, scare of the red menace and, you know, in another era. But here you go. This is the list. Powerful and continuing nationalism. Disdain for human rights. Identification of enemies as a unifying cause. Does any of this sounding familiar? Supremacy of the military, rampant sexism, controlled mass media, obsession with national security. Look at, you know, Hitler's Germany. Look at Stalin's Russia. Look at the look Patriot at Act. Look at Mussolini's, you know, France. Look at the Patriot Act. Look at the MAGA movement. All of this. Religion and government intertwined. Corporate power protected. That's what fascism is, mm-hmm. remember? The, government the nation is, is the state. The state is the nation. Uh, the government is nothing but a tool of the state and blah, blah, blah. And uh, keep on going. Labor power suppressed. And we live in a very you know labor-hating area. Disdain for intellectuals and the arts. We are certainly in the midst of an anti-intellectualism in this country. Obsession with crime and punishment. Rampant cronyism and corruption and fraudulent elections. 
You know, that that's describes, from 1944, I believe. That does, it's it's funny because that describes America during World War II as well. Yes. You know, like it's odd because it's sort of a self descriptor as well, and really describes like most countries on the planet. Did, didn't live then, I do live now. So I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, it concerns yeah. me a little bit yeah. more. All right, and that's everybody's got one. Thank you to people so make good to get pre-approved, save time, money, stress, and worry. If you're in the housing market, Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass, 5919801, chatmortgage.com. And the duh moment, going to be quick and simple here, brought to you by Guardian Investment Advisors. I saw that the NASDAQ was down 9%. My mother's you know freaking th- out. 9%. Oh, you know things are wow. bad when the headline on, I believe, ABC News uh, website yesterday was, is America headed for a recession? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and and I'm, not, I mean, I'm not trying to squirrel the you know, gar- guys at Guardian Investment Advisors, Gary and Tide. Well, they'll work I'm with say, you through I, it. I'm saying this, this is when you need advice more than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 710-9199, 710-9199, Guardian Investment Advisors. Thank you, know you very the, much. The people who lost the most during the Great uh, Depression were the ones who sold off everything and didn't buy when things were down. They know what to do at Guardian. It just all goes in waves. It's overreaction. It's it's, yep. exactly. it's been going on for since the minute that the stock market was created, whenever think, that was, 1910 or whatever it was. I can't yeah. put words into Gary's mouth, but I think he would probably say, don't freak out. Just nope. relax. It'll come back. Yep. Well, that's, yeah. what, that's what they all say, but they're all right. Yeah, <laughs> they're true. all right. It's exactly. True. But when the dentist tells you don't eat candy, the doctor says you know run a little more. The guardian or the the the, the uh, financial advisor says you know don't worry about it. But they're right. They're don't right. They're right. <laughs> all right. So the, 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 worrying the, doesn't do anything. I can't get it more encapsulated than just a simple meme, which is pretty much what this entire segment is. Thank you very much. The dumb moment, and it was a meme. It had a, a picture of Amy Comey Barrett on there. Take her picture out and put whoever's Honey. picture you want to put in there. Like the island. Uh, I understand. I'm sorry if I got that wrong. <laughs> God. I'm going to start nitpicking sorry. everything you guys say. Please. We'll never get through Please this story. Do. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. If I do, you'll be targeted. You're really? like, gah, gah, gah. I just never mind. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no feel free. I'm, I'm a grown man. Um, it just, it just, there's the picture. Fill in the blank. Right. Hey, I demand my religious freedom. To impose my religious beliefs on you. <laughs> it's just that simple. And that is, again, <laughs> where we are in a general rule in this country right now. You might want to take out the word religious, but just, I demand my freedoms to impose my views on you. Everybody seems to feel that way. Oh, yeah. That's, and that's again, the nature of it. Again, the Democrats fighting for their right to be the politically correct police wokeism <laughs> and and put their enlightenment on other people and the republicans saying no we're conservatives we want to go back to 1954 to an imaginary world that never existed and impose the rules that were required by society then on you now in the year 2022 both of them equally wrong my opinion is that the country is far too large at this point uh, and is far too and i don't mean this in a bad way but is far too diverse to sustain itself as a monolithic structure you mentioned, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Brian. You mentioned you know the Democrats better be careful what you wish for, trying to get so many Latin you know voters in here because mm-hmm. they have tended to vote Democratic. But as you said, very hardcore Catholic families being very conservative families, and now the new wave is European immigrants coming from places like Germany and Austria who have still some fascist Naziistic tendencies inbred in their DNA and they're Mm -hmm. coming in and they're doing exactly the opposite I was listening to an NPR story over the last couple of days of last week and they interviewed some folks in Gwinnett County which is very blue and then Forsyth 
Do you remember when Oprah went down to Georgia and did that show in Forsyth yes. and said she felt so uncomfortable? Yeah. She literally wanted to run out of the building. I do That's remember Forsyth that. County, not the town of Forsyth, Forsyth County. They went down there and there's a huge explosion of people leaving Atlanta and moving down there who are of German and Austrian and Eastern European descent mm-hmm. who have hardcore almost desirous of a strongman type, you know, scenario in this country. It's like and they hate illegal immigrants because they migrated legally. Right. And they think it's unfair. And Van, I understand your papers. that. I understand that. All right. What you imagine, are you doing? You imagine you're at like Aldi, you know, it's this Hispanic family with their kids minding their own business, and then this German guy strides up and goes, Where are your papers? I came here legally. Where <laughs> are your papers, old man? <laughs> Uh, what are you doing? Community calendar time. All right. Uh, Good Works Art and Social is Red Bank's newest art studio located at the former White Oak Barbershop building. The studio hosts workshops led by artists or art educators that guide patrons through wood or painted canvas projects. Uh, Good Works will also host art camps for kids this summer, so look into that. That sounds cool. The Chattanooga Summer Cocktail Festival is set to return Friday, June 24th with 40-plus spirits and craft summer-inspired cocktails. Plus, there'll be food trucks and a DJ for the night of dancing. You must be 21 and over to buy tickets to that event. Tickets for Crabtree Farms fundraising event, the annual 100 Dinner, are currently available. The dinner is taking place out on the farm on Saturday, June 18th. Will feature food plus beverages, sources from within a hundred miles of the farm, and live bluegrass music. Crabtree Farms is also seeking volunteers for that event. Naturekin Farm and Forest School will host a summer camp exploring the grounds of Crabtree Farms once again to teach kids about a variety of cultures, digging into art, music, stories, and food of each one. The camp offers eight weeks of sessions for children ages 12, uh, 7 to 12. Also, the South Pittsburgh Rotary Club presents the Sequatchie Valley Brewfest. That's happening June 11th uh, from 4 to 8. Sorry, the text is really small on this one. Uh, Why don't you yeah, blow it up? Google that because I can't read that. <laughs> My um, job. And also... <laughs> you pronounced Pittsburgh wrong. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, the Atlanta Braves are, are, are making a stop in the scenic city next month during the team's World Champions Trophy Tour. Can cool. we talk about that? Uh, the team will stop by on June th- 3rd through 5th at local events. Russell. At local events and spots like Nightfall uh, on Friday, Riverbend Festival on Saturday, and Cambridge Square on that Sunday. You going to go, Brian? Yes. Nice. Yes, I'm getting my picture taken with that trophy somewhere, and that is a perfect one of those spots, one of those three spots. Chattanooga good driving. Well, not Udawa. What the hell am I talking about? I'm not going yeah. to Udawa. Why would you ever go to Udawa? Who'd have thought they'd go be coming up here? Go to Nightfall. What? Well, actually, you'll hmm? be at you'll be at Riverbend. Yeah. What? 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 I just what? said, who'd have thought they'd be coming up here? That's all. Oh no, they always do. Oh, we do were they? always part of the caravan. I didn't always know have been. Chattanooga driving show. Thank you very much for tuning in. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. Um, Very quickly, Pimp's Corner. Pimp Jen gets her own corner, being a pimp, of course. 
Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. And one quick addition to the community calendar. I'm just throwing it out there. Once a million years ago, uh, I and a young lady went to see a concert in Atlanta. Now, she would be mortified if she was actually somehow connected to me now. She's a mover and shaker and pillar of the community, but she went with me down to see Tears for Fears. Nice. And uh, they, good. they're on tour again this summer yeah. with Garbage opening up every single show. And there's another band I like with Shirley Manson and Butch yeah. Big. I don't but think you would advertise that. Yeah, we got some garbage. There's one that that could arguably get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tears and for I think fears? Mo- most people would say, well, they, they didn't really have that much impact. And you start naming the songs that actually, where well, they had big hits. Fears? Shout, Everybody they Wants to Rule the there. World, uh, Mad World. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, uh, well, they'll let heels. anybody in that damn place yeah, these days. Yeah, so, yeah, say. sure, why not? And uh, a few a few others, uh, Sowing the Seeds of Love. Rhythmics, come on in. Beatles-esque, you know. You shut up about the Rhythmics. Tears are fears, garbage, you come to. The tipping point, the new album, that has a couple of songs that they will not do live because it is so close to the bone for the lead singer, one of the lead singers, Roland Orzabal, and that is the way you pronounce his name? It's Roland something. I said, yeah, Roland Orzabal, I Whatever. think is correct. He lost his <laughs> wife in uh, 2019, oh, no. and that sent him into a spiral, ended up having to go to rehab in Colorado, and he said that he could not do the songs live. And I've yeah. listened to the album, it's great. It is So I, I, if I got it's a chance really to see him good. again, I would go. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I can't wait until 90s pop sensations make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so we yeah. have like Alice DJ Uh-oh. with the classic Better Off Alone. You're, you're, they're there, Bud Rowe. Darude with Sandstorm. Yeah. Breathing dirty air and drinking contaminated water is having an impact on our survival. Researchers say pollution is the world's biggest environmental health threat. They also say we should be angrier about it. Globally, pollution is to blame for one of one in six deaths from 2015. Nine million people directly died from pollution. Yeah, exactly. This is mostly Um, pollution. Yeah, I uh, almost uh, that was the last sentence of my. Thank you, Jeff. I had one of those. uh, One of them. You know, beer can plastic rings around my neck a couple Did days you? ago, and I jumped into the water. Very frustrating one. Yeah. You couldn't get you couldn't get shit up. <laughs> I was stuck on my back. <laughs> oh, if, like only if you had an opposable thumb. <laughs> Is it just me, or do you think about turtles every time you? Get I a always straw? think about turtles, yeah. right? Yeah. Every time I feel guilty every time I take a straw. Yeah. I don't ask for straws. They give them to me anyway. If I say I don't want something, I still get fourteen packets out. Every it. time I take one, one of my kids goes, "You don't like the turtles, mom." <laughs> Whatever. Our, our friend Keon hated ice. He would never order a drink with ice, and they would always give him ice. That's because he wanted more of the drink. He's stingy as well. I I went fishing one time. I took one of those six-pack rings, and I I fished with it all day. I didn't catch nothing. (laughs) Try to get all all the years of cutting those things up for those decades. The whole time, many times, like. I did. I did. What, I did. what are we doing? Are we just assured that our d- trash is getting dumped into the ocean? I, I always it wondered is. about that. It I actually is. stopped doing that about a year ago, literally a year oh, ago. Oh, I did it because my mom I, did it, so I, I did it too. And back when You're I was in college, cans were made out of tin, and if you crushed a can with one hand, you were a cowboy. Yeah. And and those six-pack rings, we would fold them into one ring and put it behind our head. Like it took You're it took a, a lot of strength. I remember cutting off all the nerve endings in three fingers one time doing that. <laughs> I didn't feel those fingertips for three months. That was a headline on Reader's Digest or Barbara Walters at one time, and then an entire generation yeah. started yeah, cutting up six pack rings. Rebecca still mad at me for throwing doing. the rings and they're uncut. But I just I'm just I over was it. at the beach. No, no, I was at the lake at Big Soddy. Uh, with Jason one time and I cut my foot on something I was like damn what is it and I pull it was one of those freaking pull tabs from like the 30 year old you stepped on a pop top 
flip-flop and yeah. blew out your flip-flop. <laughs> you know, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, you know, those Cut my kids. heel, had to cruise on back yeah, home. Yeah, just, just take a razor blade and just take it and throw it on the ground. <laughs> I was like, what is this world where I'm tripping and cutting myself on 30-year-old trash? By the way, I talked to Jason last night. You and I are going to go hang out with him soon. Sweet. Next, next week. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Hang out with me. Thank you. You can come if you want no, to, but no, you know we're gonna go no. for some adult beverages, no. and I don't think you're allowed to come to that. Oh, okay. Uh, a new Columbia University study says that having three or more children could actually cause cognitive decline or dementia later in life. They say having more than two kids adds more financial burden, which well, can cause worries and lead to cognitive deterioration. I'm glad my mom stopped. On the too. plus side, having more kids can reduce the risk of social isolation for parents. No, it does not, by the way, um, which can help protect against cognitive decline. So I don't really understand what that. So wait a minute. Any of that means having fewer kids leads to less cognitive decline, but having more kids also leads to less cognitive exactly. decline. Exactly. So in other words, and we're all going to die. Yeah. Uh, polls and polls and polls and surveys and surveys and surveys. No one gets <laughs> out of here alive, y'all. I found a study that says that smoking is actually good for you. <laughs> 12% of moms say they use their smartphones during sex. What? Moms? Polls and surveys and polls. And I got to check on the kids. <laughs> yep. They're saying that while you're getting it on, she's updating her Facebook status to bored. Oh, oh that phone's going out the window. It's not true. I've never done that, but that's what they nobody, say. Nobody. They didn't have smartphones last time. You Here's my last <laughs> awesome tidbit for the day. Some engineering students at John Hopkins University have invented edible tape that you're supposed to use to hold together your burrito. They have way too much time on yeah, their they've, hands. They've had that for years. It's called fruit by the foot. I'm a, let me go back. If your partner Ew. is on the phone during sex, you're doing it wrong. That's right. You you're are doing, doing it, it wrong. incredibly. You need to be engaging all areas at once. Thank and you. And the woman needs to be engaging. Maybe you should introduce what? some of that edible tape into Women your life. Women who just lay there like there dead go. fish. <laughs> what is up with that? Here, let me tie you up, honey. <laughs> all right, that's all. Muscle Move flex. on, Brian. <laughs> muscle flex. Russell the Love Muscle gets his corner, too. <laughs> Don't bother him, Jen, for God's sake. There was... So I was trying to find a good article about this one case that I thought was really fascinating and I knew it would make Je uh, Jeff angry. Um, oh, good. But good. the headline I thought was kind of anti-Semitic, and I was like, why they got to write it like that? Oh, good, Russell. Well, then I saw it was from the Times of Israel, and it made sense. So the headline is, Florida Jew arrested for posing as online jihadist encouraging terrorism. I was like, why they got to point out he's Jewish? And it says Times of Israel. And I was like, oh, oh okay. that's why. That's why. They, they Only get to Jewish people get to use the word Jew anymore with impunity either. <laughs> Apparently. Yes. So the FBI, you're going to love this. This dude's about my age. In fact, I think he, he was born 95, so he's the same age as me. The FBI arrested a 20-year-old American Jewish man for posing as an Islamic State extremist, calling for terrorist attacks, claiming to be planning attacks in Australia and the United States, and providing information on bomb construction to a second party, according to the Sydney Morning Herald. This is a multifaceted story because he's from, I think, Sarasota in Florida, but he posed as an Australian woman, a uh, Jewish woman, sorry, an Israeli woman, an Israeli doctor, and a jihadi who was in Australia. So he has like five or six different online personas. My brother looks like a terrorist. I look like a terrorist sometimes. Yeah, you you can. So does yeah, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to be careful. All the time. Inshallah, you'll shut your mouth. <laughs> Goldberg was arrested at his home uh, by Florida police for alleged distribution of information related to explosives, destructive devices, and weapons of mass destruction. I hope they never search my computer. He had allegedly posed online as someone called Australia Witness and used 
used the persona to urge jihadi attacks. He faces up to 20 years in jail if convicted. He was convicted. He is in for 10 on lesser charges. Australian federal police confirmed that they helped the FBI track down Mr. Goldberg, whom they thought was a Australian, but turned out he was not. Uh, he posted a whole bunch of wacky stuff on Twitter. Here's one of his tweets. Uh, his profile picture is... I believe that's uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. He says, May Allah reward the Garland Mujahideen with a seat right next to the Prophet, peace be upon him, in Jana. Uh, this is a white guy, or sorry, a, well, a white Jewish guy in uh, Florida saying this. <laughs> Uh, in April, Goldberg also allegedly posed online as prominent Australian lawyer Josh Bornstein and posted a hateful and racist post in Bornstein's name on the Times of Israel blog. The post was quickly removed by the Times of Israel. Goldberg had opened a blog on the website some weeks earlier appropriating Mr. Bornstein's name, biography, photograph, and taking steps to lend the blog credibility. Here's where it gets funny. Now granted, again, this guy, he's away for a long time. Severely mentally ill person. He suffers from anxiety, depression, and I think antisocial personality disorder. Obviously, he's a messed up dude. Um, the FBI surveilled his home, which was also his parents' home, and they're trying to like get a view of this guy coming or going. They staked out his house for weeks. They're going, man, this guy's a ghost. He never comes or goes. Yeah, because he stayed in his mom's like basement the whole time. The dude never <laughs> left his mom's house. That's why they couldn't find him. So it just goes to show that a, a teenager or a 20-something on the internet can uh, cause an international incident. And sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's just sad, like this guy, Mr. Goldberg. If you are a sad and lonely individual like me, don't turn your uh, online prowess into hate. Turn it into something constructive, like playing Cyberpunk 2077, which is on sale right now on GOG.com. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get and call the BS, major BS, on this whole idea that if it's on social media, it's always free speech and can't be corrected or dealt with. You know, the 18-year-old in Buffalo essentially said, here's my plan. Yeah. I'm going to kill as many black people as I can. Mm -hmm. Y'all give me advice. Here are pictures of my firearms that I just purchased legally. Mm -hmm. Here's the pictures of the magazines that are illegal in the state. Mm -hmm. Here's where I'm going to go to do the murder. Uh, here's the date I'm going to do it. I've already cased it out. And people say, why don't you live stream it? He goes, good idea. I'll live stream it. And all of this was out there in social media on these various websites that we've already mentioned and chat rooms. And people want to argue that it's free speech, that he hasn't committed any crime yet. I mean, maybe owning the magazines. But if you've got an FBI plant and a terrorist organization and every single one of those things was done in front of the FBI agent, they would arrest him before the murders exactly. took place and he would be charged and incarcerated to put in a mental hospital yep. and, and, and lives would be saved. It'd be so conspiracy. Yeah. what's the difference? It's just a high-tech confession. Go get them. Right. There's no freedom of speech when you're talking about terrorizing and murdering people well, get over this yeah well here's here's how it works generally speaking most of the time like 95 ish percent of the time people who post things like that actually do get reported to the FBI because these websites are not like 100 percent people who are down for killing black people most of them are just there to post troll funny memes online right lurk um, yeah like me so the, the, they report to the FBI and you know what the FBI does? Nothing. Because most of the time they don't do anything because they get thousands and thousands and thousands of these reports every single day. Okay. That's all with it. <laughs> Mountains looking at each other. Storytelling time. I didn't do it uh, Friday when we had Brad Common. By the way, thank you, Brad. That was a great interview. It really was. Yeah, it's really fun to have you on. We listened to it, which I don't get a chance to do very often when Rebecca was listening uh, this morning. Did you see the video? 
Mm-mm. Okay, I'll have to show you. No, that later. I just, I just listen. I know you did something. I did. You did something sneaky. Why'd you put the googly eyes on him like that? He was telling <laughs> the mountains looking at each other. Story. One of the names for Chattanooga, according to Native American lore, brought to you by the IntentionalLivingProject.com. Money, relationships, time, thoughts—all can be basically made better for you in the world if you're just more intentional doing it. Learn from your successes and failures. And Bruce Dodd, of course, our friend who is in charge of that project. Okay, um, we all ways talk you know once a year about the band book list and then we've had more talk about band book lists because of this ridiculous you know we're teaching our kids indoctrinating them critical race theory just bunk absolute bunk and uh, the the books themselves haven't changed that much do you know what the number one book in america is today on this day whichever day you're listening as long as you're still in the late spring of 2022 what's the number one book in america do you mean the new york times bestseller or yeah uh that's that's the on, that's the only touch you know pulse i've got to put my fingers i'm on. trying to think of who came out with books recently is it uh, the one vinman came out with nope oh the places you'll go oh. by dr oh. seuss you know <laughs> why graduation every oh, year right. every okay. year that becomes a kind of joke, semi-joke, semi-serious, you know, an emotional gift to somebody. Oh, the places you'll go by Dr. Seuss. Yeah, it's a very sweet book. And Dr. Seuss himself has fallen on the banned books list. Uh, We know a few of his books now have been deemed racially insensitive because of the way the illustrations depict uh, people from darkest Africa Mm -hmm. and things of this nature. But uh, I was just sitting there thinking... I, we argued the other day, and I sent you a link to the book in Watermelon Sugar yeah. by Richard Brodigan. Yeah. Richard Brodigan also, for a while, found himself in the 70s on the band book list. He ended up taking his own life. Uh, but in, And in you, I know what Harry Styles was saying, but he's clearly a literary guy. Sure. Uh, his his new book, Matilda, mm-hmm. it's called, no, it's, it's song Matilda, mm-hmm. uh, on his new album, Harry's House, and he said it's an allegory to a degree, but yes, it's about the Raoul Dahl book. No, it's great. Raoul yeah. Dahl, the same guy that James and the Giant Peach and Willy Wonka sure. and the Chocolate Factory. He is as subversive as any author could be. Oh, bro, he's yeah. dealing in Matilda. She is woefully abused. Yeah, and I'm telling you that book wouldn't make it today. Probably a not. A classic kids book, Raoul Dahl. Everybody read that stuff coming up. Well, on the flip side of it too, think about books that, you know, use the N-word like uh, Huck Finn. Huck Finn, Mark Tom Twain. Sawyer, yeah. Now, and I, I was sitting there thinking there was a, uh, for a brief couple of years, there was a book on the banned book list. It was one of my favorites. It's considered to be an early, early forerunner of YA. Uh, young young adult. adult literature, youth yeah. literature, right? It was called The Pig Man by a guy named Paul Zindel. Hmm. And in it, they had a problem with the fact that sex was discussed, adults, consensual sex was hmm. discussed by two kids who were not of age. Oh, interesting. And I remember it distinctly. It's a great book. I highly recommend it for, you know, your junior hires uh, or, or young, you know, freshmen in high school. And uh, it's, it's a couple who are friends who are beginning to develop feelings for each other, and the girl is describing how gross it is to be at her parents' house and hear her parents have sex. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that they're confused. They don't really know what's going on, how mom gets up and runs to the bathroom afterwards. Ooh, yuck, yuck, yuck. That's it. And that sexual content got it put on the list. Wow. And it, and it completely 
misses the point of the book, which is they end up befriending this old man who collects little miniature pigs, like the glass menagerie type mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and they end up sharing this secret with a cool guy who happens to be a bully, and the bully goes in there and breaks them all up, and the guy dies of a heartache. And because he did this thing he's collected all his life, he doesn't have any anybody, and it's just... It's sad, thought-provoking, coming of age, very realistic, and it just makes me furious to think that people would want to take it off because of that one little passage, Catcher in the Rye. Yeah. The fact that Holding Caulfield is dealing with mental illness as Mm -hmm. a young person, what better message to get out to young people who are dealing with mental illness? You're not alone, but because he cusses. He uses GD a couple of times. I'm yeah. sorry, and but what teenager doesn't? I was say. Just blows my mind. The top ten for this year, just so I'll throw it out there. Storytelling was was me as a young person reading stuff that no young person should have been reading, and I ended up okay. I mean, I've got my flaws, I mean, which are glaring, and everyone knows what they are. But I've been a successful adult for a while. Maybe not as successful as I could have been, but I mean, I, I'm okay. I don't think that I, had anything to do a, with the books. I'm not a threat to anybody, you know? And I read stuff that was off the charts oh, back yeah. in the day. I read Naked Lunch when I was like 12. Yeah, Excellent I mean, and that's, that's as grotesque as anything gets. <laughs> yes. I mean, the aliens, you're sucking on their various, you know, extensions. It's crazy. George by Alex Gino, uh, LGBTQ stuff. Stamped, comma, racism, anti-racism, and you. There you go, creative race theory. Um, Critical contains selective storytelling incidents. <laughs> what did I say? Creative. Creative. Well, it is creative. I'd like to see what the creative when it, when it, race when it says is. selective storytelling incidents, there's some creativity in Race can be anything, actually. All-American boys banned and challenged for profanity, drug use, and alcoholism. Of course, none of these kids are going to be dealing with that in reality. Yeah, what about really. um, what about the, uh, the book about the greasers that's so popular? I've forgotten the name of oh, now. the uh, the uh, Oh, for God, the greasers versus the socias. Yeah, what's the Come on. We're, we're, the... We're, 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 we're golden. The, the stay golden. Pony boy burns up in the... Ah. Oh, for God's sakes. The Outsiders. The Outsiders. Thank you very oh, much. Oh. You're killing me. <laughs> Sorry. I was, I was thinking Rumblefish. I was thinking everything else. All you think it was Grease. I was like, it's not Grease. Speak by Laurie Anderson. Uh, band challenged because it contained a political viewpoint. Oh, the no. absolutely true diary of a part-time Indian. Profanity, sexual references, allegations of sexual misconduct by the author. What does that have to do with the book? Uh-huh. Something happened in our town, comma, a child story about racial injustice, divisive language. Ooh, Uh-oh. divisive language. Can't have that. To Kill a Mockingbird of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck. <laughs> what? The Bluest oh, Eye by sake. Toni Morrison and The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Flowers for Algernon because it shows you might be able to become smarter artificially. Yeah, uh, just absolutely phenomenal to me. Top of the Pops. Oh, we didn't do original roundup and shotgun shoutouts. That's okay. I'll do Top of the Pops right now. And then we'll do that after that. Yeah, yeah, I'll do Top of the Pops right now. I got one. It's just basically snake season. And uh, the USA Today had a big full page thing about how to identify snakes. And it, this is one of those things that bugs me every year. I hear people talking about cottonmouth water moccasins in our area. There are none. I keep telling everybody there are none. Here is yeah. the map right here. There's the map of where cottonmouth water moccasins are. Do you see Chattanooga, Tennessee on that map? No, you do not. <laughs> We're in a convenient little you dip where do they don't not. exist. Yes, exactly. I mean, it, we, we are because of the mountainous area and the colder water temperatures. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find them. And yes, they are aggressive, 
but they probably wouldn't kill you anyway. But people kill water snakes all the time because they think a water moccasin is about that long and about that thick. No, thank you. And it's not, you would know it. It has a triangular head. It's got the same, you know, pit viper eyes and everything. That's why I always swim with a gun. The coral snake. (laughs) People see milk snakes and they see king snakes and they got those bright colors. And here's a coral snake. You have to go to the Keys to find a coral snake. I mean, at least in southern Florida. They are not pit vipers. No. The reason they're dangerous is because kids pick them up because they're candy-colored. Yeah, they're colorful. And they hold them because a coral snake has tiny teeth. It doesn't strike you. It chews and injects its venom chewing on you. And so most people aren't going to put up with that. You don't want the venom. It's the same as a cobra's. But it's just so rare it doesn't even. And it's real simple. Red touch black, good for Jack. Red touch yellow, kill a fellow. And it's 100%. A coral snake mm-hmm. is red, yellow, black pattern. The thing and is, if red touch is black, it's not a coral snake. And we have, like I said, milk snakes, king snakes around here that look the same. I always get that confused though, because I'm like, red touch yellow, yeah. uh, kill a good fellow. For, good red for touch. dying. Wait. <laughs> Red touch I just stay away from Good any place dying. that might have a snake. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Copperheads, no of course. Everybody around here should know what a copperhead looks like. Be a garden like. snake for all I care. I'm out of here. Rattlesnakes. And we have bunches of <laughs> different <laughs> rattlesnakes. We got eastern diamondbacks, timber rattlesnakes, dusky pygmies. Just if it had, And all snakes, all snakes rattle their tail. Yeah. If you alarm them, every snake out there will shake its tail. The rattlesnake is just the one that developed the rattle. So just because a snake is shaking its tail doesn't mean it's a rattlesnake. It's quite convenient when you think about it because there's this nice mechanism for you to know that the snake yes. is there. And it sounds like literally glass breaking. It, it does. doesn't go, it goes, it's scary. Like glass shattering. It's terrifying, even though. It is. It is terrifying. All right. Regional Roundup Shotgun Shoutouts. Brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company. No water moccasins in their water. Since 1887, their water is safe and contains no neurotoxin and no reptiles. Southern Star. Can't get help. They're going to take out only. This may okay. be permanent. All oh, right. wow. That's All a right. big space down there. That is. Going to waste because they can't get anybody to work. I love uh, the Southern Star. Honestly, I think take out only is not a bad model because there's a couple of DoorDash only restaurants out there, and I use them quite a lot. But I do too. When you got that much square footage sitting out there, though, going unused. That place rocked most yeah. evenings, too. Yeah. But I think mean, about it. They can downsize. I used to work right across the street. I ate a Southern Star two, yeah. three times a week. Yeah. 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 They can yeah. downsize, though, consolidate, and save a heck of a lot of money. They've been there since 2000, and this has got a darn good meal. VW has sold out of the new uh, SUVs even before assembly starts. Yeah. How about that? That's pretty cool. Literally have sold out in advance oh. by pre-ordering. Did you guys see the, the ID.4, I guess? The but. 2021 model uh, Ford Expeditions freaking catch on fire? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ford uh, dealing with some recalls here. All right, the uh, state-by-state news, since we didn't do it on Friday, I'll do two apiece. Montgomery, Alabama, the Black Belt Community Foundation, that has nothing to do with Kung Fu, Karate, or anything else. It has to do with, actually, the, the belt of African-Americans. Right, there. Right. Awarded uh, 20 groups across nine rural counties, $62,050 in arts grants. Doesn't seem like very much to me, but it, yay for them. Fair nothing. Prattville, Alabama, three former church workers at a daycare center have been indicted on more than three dozen charges of abusing children. Not sexually, just hitting them about the head and shoulders. Good heavens. Roughing them up a little bit. Atlanta, Georgia, both cases, police say at least eight people were arrested at the site of a planned 
$90 million public safety training center. Oh, Cop City, yeah. That opponents have been occupying for months in an attempt to prevent construction. How did I not know about this story? Oh, it's a big one, yeah. They've been throwing Molotov cocktails at the cops and everything. It's like my little friend Butterfly up in the big sequoia tree out there. You can't get it down while I'm in it. And they're going, <laughs> yeah, you want to see? Yeah. Uh, North Carolina killed Devil Hills, the Outer Banks town, issuing a public plea to beachgoers about the dangers of digging holes on the oceanfront huh. hours before a man died at a New Jersey beach when a hole collapsed around him before. Before, now, wow. the difference between the hard-packed sand at the Jersey beach, which is like the sand at Panama City, mm-hmm. and the soft, sugary, powdery sand of Kill Devil's Hills that you can sink up to your knees in, mm-hmm. I don't even know how you could dig a hole in that stuff. I don't know, but don't do it. Very short, narrow beach and ridiculously deep sand. If only All, the gentleman had been in North Carolina instead and had heard the warning. And uh, Nashville, Tennessee, the state's highest court ruling Wednesday that, uh, yeah, Governor Bill Lee's private school voucher program does not violate the state constitution. And this last weekend, we saw the 40th anniversary of the 1982 World's Fair up in the worst town in the world, Knoxville, Tennessee. My parents uh, went there, actually, and they have a picture of them with World's the big old Fair, brass it? ball thing. That's, that's I remember, that's how I got to know Mr. Chicago in really? college, because I was Mr. Radio, he was Mr. TV, and they sent him and a crew up to the World's Fair in uh, 82. I actually have and, a World's uh, Fair hat. Maybe I'll wear it someday. Or, or, yeah, 82. And uh, he went up there and shot a bunch of video and came back, and we ended up doing an interview with him on the radio station because of this project he'd been on. That's how we ended That's up getting cool. to know each other. There if we had the World's Fair now, there'd be an announcement like, the World's Fair is going to be all digital. Wait a second. I thought you got to know him because a girl was chasing you. Well... That that that's how we became fast friends. <laughs> that's when we went to the yeah Amos Alonzo Stag okay. Bowl when West Georgia won the national championship, and my girlfriend was not happy with me and was going to kill me, and chased me, and I beat on his door and said, "Let me in." Why do all of your stories involve you almost dying? I don't know. <laughs> I I if if I knew that, maybe I'd stop doing You'd it. You'd have good story. You all wouldn't right. have any more good stories. If I knew it, and it stuck with me. I, yeah, and she was just such a tiny little thing. <laughs> Dave looks out the little peephole in the hotel door. He goes, there's nobody out there. She's just talking. He goes, wait a minute. I see the top of her head. What the hell are you doing? I said, you don't open the door. Don't open the door, man. I'm going out the window. All right. Um, Nobody's got an um. Anybody got an um? Nope. We'll, we'll call it a done deal then. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Appreciate you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Oh. Love you. Color yeah. Creek Press. Thank you yeah. to Color Creek oh, Press. Yes, Good shot. and we do have a few T-shirts left. Do we? Nice. I yes. thought they were gone. We uh, have a few XLs and two smalls. They're good so for all of let your... Let me know. Uh, two XLs are still out there? Yeah. Wow. All of your uh, screen printing T-shirt needs, go to colorcreekpress.com. How do you contact you? Chattanooga Driving Show at gmail.com. Just let me know what size you need, and I'll send you the details. There you have it. Congratulations to my daughter, Jesse, who graduated Yay. high school. Yay. Hey, also, I'll, I'll say congratulations to Serenity Marks. Uh, not blood relative, but my daughter's ex is back in town, and they are living together, and he has a young lady from another relationship after they had gotten divorced. Her name is Serenity. She's the cutest, sweetest little thing, and she also graduated high school uh, on Friday. So yay to Serenity Marks. Thanks, guys, for listening. Soon I'll announce when I graduate high school. <laughs> did you just get a GED or did you get a certificate? No, I got it. It's in Georgia. You just like print it out, and you're like, I'm done. You could have done that in the third grade. I could have. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs>